Well, in the end, it was a demon or demolition from the tiebreaker, which he won to love. Game top match goal. By two sets to the Six, three, six, two. So the undefeated start to the year continues for Coco Golf. Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. This is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back. Great to have you with us on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Let's get to our tennis expert, Roger Rashid, now on the program. Morning, Roger. Morning, guys. How are we? Very, very well this morning, mate. Great to speak to you. This Australian Open has been gripping. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed it to date. Uh, on the men's draw, we've got one Aussie left, uh, Alex Demonor. He'll play Novak Djokovic in the fourth round. How have you assessed his performance so far in this tournament, young Alex? Uh, look, it's, I think it's been, um, you know, it's been a very clean uh, tournament from Alex because, uh, you know, he, he's, had, he's had some tough competition. I think uh, Manorino in the, his round previously to his third round was a, um, you know, was it was a tough, uh, tough match for him. A very talented Frenchman who's experienced, and uh, so Alex is a, as a 22nd seed has has gone through, and he got the he got the advantage of not playing uh, Karina Buster, the number 14 seed, who was bundled out. So he had to get so he had uh, Bonzi. Who, uh, so yeah, he was and he was good yesterday. He was he was expected to win. He got out there and had had a tough tussle early, and then um, but you know winning that first it's really important. And, uh, major championships, especially when you're, um, you know, when you're on on Rod Laver Arena, you're an Australian, and and you know, for the Frenchman yesterday, uh, it, you were going to think it was going to be pretty hard, even though he's talented, should be ranked higher than he is. Um, it was going to be very hard for him to claw, claw his way back. So, yep, all uh, so far, uh, not not a lot of energy used as well from from Alex as far as the physical components goes as well. So, uh, when he faces Novak, he's got Novak. Um, you know, with a with as good a tank as he can have, uh, taking on the you know the the favourite. Speaking about Novak, um, Roger, he, he he won yesterday, but he he looks ginger. He he just doesn't look himself at the moment, mate. What do you think? Uh, look, I, I found that I found that a bit of a tough watch yesterday. I, I obviously have a uh, uh, I have a close relationship with uh, Grigor Dimitrov, who I coached, and um, so and still. Still uh, have an, um, you know, have a, a mentoring sort of role with him, and then uh, so I found it a tough watch in the sense that, you know, what the hamstring of whatever it, um, whatever it is, it's you know, there's one thing to have it, but um, you know, there were a couple of I don't know how many times he fell on the fell on the court, um, you know, it was almost almost collapsed. Um, you know, there were times when. He'd pull up gingerly, and then when it was when the whips had to be cracked, um, there was zero sign of mm. zero sign of any uh, strain on on his body as well. He was moving as moving as you know, as good as you could put. You know, you see Novak move, so it's a it's a little bit of a tough watch, and I'm sure for the opponents um, uh, at times you'd be you'd be asking a few questions because you know it's yeah. You'd I've got to ask. You'd... Sorry to interrupt, Roger. Yeah. Are you suggesting a bit of gamesmanship from Novak? Uh, well, I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but you know, there's there's a lot of theatre around. Yeah, it. I get and, what you're saying. And, yeah. and, there, and there are times when it's it's you know, and, and Novak suggesting that it just comes and goes. Well, um, you know, it seems to you know, in the in the, in the tie break in the first set with Grigor and and sort of from five ball onwards, it was it was. 
you know, Novak, who who was very, you know, he's got a high resilience level uh, and tolerance to to uh, to duress. There's no doubt about that, and he's and he's pushed his way through. But I just feel like there's sometimes when yeah, when it was probably overplayed, and um, and it's pretty hard for some of the opponents, I think. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it because it is Novak it, that he would get a bit more leeway with that stuff, Roger? Like just because you know everyone wants to see him play and, and to continue, but if for someone you know not to his caliber, you know the, they might be like, "Come on, mate, let, you're either in or you're out." Well, what would we be saying if it was Kyrgios? We'd say, "Come on, Nick, get up," mm. well, wouldn't we? Yeah. Do you think, Roger? Well, well, I just you know, I, yeah. Anyway, I, I thought it was over. I thought it was over exaggerated last night, um, and I don't know if there's any leeway. I just think. It'd be interesting to know what the what the situation is because if there is a slight hamstring strain, I don't know about you know I know in AFL for example if you've got a hamstring strain you're not playing no, uh, they take you off uh, you know because the more you the more you're on it the more there's a chance of you know you're going to keep stretching and stretching and uh, it gets to a point where you know you've got so maybe Novak feels like he can get through but you know that you know Grigor was um, you know they were pushing each other pretty hard last night and Grigor was stretching. Stretching him, so or, or you know maybe Novak's a really good, has a real good ability to manage manage his injuries and and work out the right times when there's when there's a push moment and when there's uh, times when he can um, he can quietly uh, manage the match, which I which I know he does well. Mm. Um, yeah, it just it just looked it was a tough watch yesterday for me. Right, that's all. So yeah. is that is that what it comes down to, Rog? Like I know we're you know harping on about it, but do you? Th- do you think he just likes to control the speed of the game and dictate it to his opponent, or do you think he just he just doesn't like the speed when it's you know when it's flowing and constantly point for point for point? Well, I think I think the greats of any sport uh, control the control the environment. You know, they're very good at it, and it's an it's an art, and it's and it's something you you would do. You know, if you're one of the greats, you control the speed. You know, whether it's. Uh, whether it's tennis or you know some some other sports where you you know you've got the ability to do that, you'll you know you'll play in the rhythm that you'd like to play in. So um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think that's an art as well. And you, you know you need to you know even young players that are coming up, you talk to them about you know making sure that you're not you know you're not influenced by the opponent's speed that they would like to play on. You just play you know you play try and play at your speed between the points and. Uh, don't feel like you, you know. Don't feel like you're getting rushed. So, so I think that's an art, and it's mm. um, it's well you you know it's 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 a, just a normal fact of um, you know what what the best players on that day, regardless of their ranking, they will try and manage you know manage the speed of play. And Roger, you mentioned your mentoring role that you still have with uh, with Gregor. How did you assess his performance for the tournament? Uh, yeah, like, like, I thought he's I thought he played really you know like. He played well up until uh, and, and played well last night. There's no doubt about that. You know, he he was uh, he had he had opportunities. He created them. He was a breakdown in the first. Got back to five. You know, to got back and got on serve and then and then uh, held some set points. And so it was. You know, he, he had he had opportunities. There's no doubt about that. And you've got to take him against Novak. I think that first set was enormously pivotal because when you've got someone who's a little wounded and you're you know and you and you grab you grab a set. Uh, the first one, and you know that then there's going to be an extension of the match potentially for Novak to get through. Uh, you know that that might have told as as wear and tear. So um, yeah, so I'd you know, be disappointed. There's no doubt about that, and was disappointed rega- uh, regarding the outcome uh, because I think he thought that was an opportunity, and I, th- and I thought he hit the ball really you know cleanly, and it was a you know, it was an upswing from uh, leading into this year. 
What's your take on the women's side, mate? Uh, the number one seed plays today, Iger. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a, uh, it's a you know it's a great day of, of tennis really because we, we've got you know we've got a lot of the seeds that have got through in the fourth round you know the on the women's side on on Schweitek's side of the draw there's you know you've got the number one three seven um, you know the seventeenth seed Ostapenko who's a who's a major champion who's won the French Open Pagula who's uh, number three seed from the US who's who's really hitting her straps and and I think she's you know the the informed player. Uh, on the women's side of the draw, and Victoria Azarenka, who's former world number one as well, who's who's playing, who's you know he, he beat Madison Key. So you know I, there's there's some challenging matches. So Schweitex uh, looked really comfortable, and uh, as well, and and you know not not using a lot of energy. So you know she's still she's still for mine a favourite. But now that we've we've start getting cracked, you you know your your quality of opponent is. Uh, is a lot greater, uh, so you're challenged a lot more in some pivotal moments, and so you know that's a that's a really interesting uh, lineup today. And Coco Goff, who's uh, the young teenager who's playing Ostapenko, that's going to be interesting because Ostapenko is just a first strike, big hitting athlete, um, and Coco Goff's you know an up and comer who when I say up and comer, she's in the top ten now, made a major major final, um, and has been the number one player in doubles in the world. So, um, but we're you know we're we're waiting for her to, um, to, you know, to continually repeat these sort of big major, major moments, and uh, we're hoping to see that today. Tell you what, I'll be glued to at seven o'clock tonight. Um, Which one? The men's side. I, I know it's a bit like that. There's so <laughs> many great games, but sits a pass sinner. Uh, I mean, this is this is going to be awesome. Uh, this clash. Who's your tip there, Roger? Yeah, it is. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great match. I'll be on the side of the court for that one, so I'm really looking forward to it. What? You know, well, Sinner got touched up by Sitsipas uh, last year and got a little bit of a lesson. And so uh, he's a better player. There's no doubt about that 12 months on. Um, so he's got a few more tools available to him. Uh, Darren Cahill's in his corner uh, now and uh, has been for uh, for five, six months now. So there's some, some new messaging through. There'll be some... So I'm sure there'll be uh, different tactics around uh, with Darren there. So and Sitsipas is, you know, he's... Wow, he's got some talent from all around the court. I like his explosiveness, the way he comes forward, and he's got an all-court game. So I'm probably slightly leaning to surpass because of, uh, I guess, the variety in which he can play. And uh, Sinners are still a, a work in progress. Uh, yeah, he's a 15th seed, and he, he's, he should put himself in the top 10 this year uh, and stay there. But he's still a work in progress about getting gaining a few more tools uh, to disrupt his opponent. So... Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. I think it should be, uh, you know, there's some, some great matches again on the men's side. You've got Hercats and Corder, um, and, you know, we saw Sebastian Corder take on Medvedev, take out Medvedev in three straight sets, um, calm, collective, um, know the history about his family, obviously with his dad being a being a Australian Open champion and his two sisters being Australian Open golf champions. So, um, so they're a very talented family, uh, Interesting, interesting talk at a dinner table with that that crew, I'm sure. But um, but uh, that's going to be one to watch as well. Mate, I'm just on your website as well, uh, the Elite Behaviour Specialist site. Um, tell us a little bit more about that and, and this part that this is playing in professional sport now. It's an important part, I think, that mental side and mental approach for these athletes. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, from day one, virtually my, my, my coaching brand has been uh, the individual first. Um, so it's all about it's all around personal performance first, and actually getting the getting the the player and the athlete um, um, to have 
to be in the best um, emotional state and to be feeling good about themselves first because, um, and what that looks like for everyone is a little different. So we sort of do, we do more of a deep dive on, on their, in their, for, with them as first of all, before we actually get hold of the, the you know, the tools and the weapons and, and their sport, because, um, you know, it's like when you wake up and you feel good and you, and you've got uh, a, Good emotional feelings around around yourself and where you sit. It's very easy then to to bolt on the sport, uh, bolt on the talent that you've got, and actually go out and 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 attack the uh, attack the day that's in front of you and the competition that's in front of you. And uh, you generally will bring the best version of you out. So um, that's real. That's that's really what I do, regardless whether it's sport or in the in the business sector. It's more it's uh, which I work in as well, and uh, just with companies and, and owners of. And CEOs of it's more about the personal performance. So, you know, it's it's really a healthy um, it's a healthy landscape first of of your yourself, and then mm-hmm. and then we get involved in the the nitty gritty. I guess of you know they're passionate passionate with what it is, whichever sport. So it's it's and it's and it's worked really comfortably because it's it just shows the investment in them. Uh, they're investing in them, and they I think as we get older, we definitely dilute our investment in ourselves, and we you know because other things come into play. Um, uh, so I sort of reverse the trend a little bit. Let's invest in ourselves first, and then and then let's see what the sport looks like and and how you're going about it. And, and generally, what happens is you you get a, a happier athlete or a happier person, um, and then they're very much more open and um, giving to you know to the sport or to to whatever they're doing in life. Mate, great insight. Uh, really enjoyed the discussion this morning, and enjoy it there courtside tonight. Be a ripper. Thanks. Appreciate it, boys. Have a good weekend.